Hi, my name is Finn Brown. And my name is Cameron Williamson. And you're You're listening listening to TC TC Theater Spotlight. So, Finn, here we are. Here we are. First ever podcast for me. I mean, me too. I'm a little bit nervous. Me too, but honestly, I think we've got it. This is first ever TC Theater Spotlight Podcast. Okay, so first let me tell you guys how we know each other. So, can we go here? Um, okay, I'm a junior here at Tampa Catholic, and last year, my sophomore year, was my first year doing theater, and Finn and I were in the fall production of Shipwrecked. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm Finn Brown, I'm a sophomore here at Tampa Catholic, and my first role here at TC was Captain Peter Jensen in Shipwrecked, and I also was... Doctor, <laughs> don't even remember his name. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I, I yeah, some and kind he, of professor. Some kind of professor. Oh, Doctor. Professor Antonal Sebastian was yes. his name, and I was Queen, just the Queen. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we made it to states with our one act. Yes, we and it was so districts. good. No, we actually did so well. Um, we had a great cast. It was a great time. We really did, and it, it was so fun yes it really like set the tone for all our cast to get to know each other before we hopped into our spring musical it's the second show finn and i were in together godspell junior yes i played using godspell junior i love the music to godspell i love stephen schwartz and i thought that was a really good i, I just really thought it was a really good show all no around. it really was you were great jesus i think Thank all you. the songs were good we had a wonderful cast i mean we worked together very well we had a great team. We did, we did. And I think we really pulled it off. All right, and we now will be introducing our first Tisa Theater Spotlight podcast guest, our wonderful director, Miss Joyce Mayhew. Hi. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, Miss Mayhew. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. This is so exciting. We're so yes. excited to have you. Yes, I know Finn and Cameron. This will be my second year working with them we were they were both in the cast of shipwrecked um which won quite a few awards thanks to their wonderful acting and then we did the first musical at tc for a long time godspell and that was really fun and um we had full house every night and it was great because not only are you guys great at acting you're great at singing and dancing so yes thank you so you couldn't have done it without you yes (laughs) i'm gonna ask you your first question what was your first experience with theater so uh interestingly enough uh i did not have a youth theater in my life as an elementary and middle school child however i was a director pretty much since first grade. I would make my friends do plays, I would write them, I would often change lyrics to songs, and I was very good at getting my friends uh, to put in costumes and things like that. And then I got to high school, we all started out as actors, and I was in a lot of shows at high school. I had a wonderful time. In my high school, uh, was a very diverse theater department. The jocks did it, the kids that were like skateboarders did it, and it wasn't just theater kids that did theater it was it was across all the boards and it was great and then when I uh, was in high school I went to a semester at Carnegie Mellon University uh, where I thought I'd be a wonderful musical theater at the toast of Broadway um, and I realized I had nodes on my vocal cords and I couldn't be a singer but I had a wonderful uh, teacher who said that I actually was a director and that's kind of when I put on my hat for directing well 
here you are, and you're doing amazing things with us here. So we couldn't be more happy to have you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you guys are so kind. <laughs> it kind of sounds like your high school is almost like a high school musical. It with was. everybody in it. It was. That's a show I'd love to do. Yes. So I actually, ironically enough, did High School Musical and built a youth theater. Like I said, I didn't have a youth theater, but I had a youth theater that I ran for 10 years, the Central Coast of California. And I really capitalized in 2009 on the popularity of High School Musical. So I bought the rights and we started a theater camp with a cast of 50 and we did High School Musical. And really that wouldn't have worked if High School Musical didn't exist because it was so popular. Speaking of picking shows, what made you pick Midsummer Night's Dream, our one act this year? Yes, for the fall. Which I don't think we mentioned this, but we're both in. I play Nick Bottom, and I play Peter Quince. Um, what makes what? It, what was the question? What makes me pick theater, or what's the hardest? What made part? you choose? Or what made me Midsummer choose Nights. Midsummer? Wow. If I'm going to be honest, the hardest part of my job is finding material not only material to put on plays and produce but material to work on in the classroom and as we know with broadway people are just taking stories that are cartoons or they're taking stories that are movies and they're just recycling them and then making them into plays Mm -hmm. and if anyone hears my voice please become a playwright the world needs more plays the world needs more materials so um I I just want to confess that that's an agonizing part of my job. But I do love Shakespeare. I still don't understand everything about Shakespeare. And I've been studying Shakespeare for 30 years. And there's still things that surprise me about it. I mean, the fact that these plays are almost 500 years old and not just 500 years old and still relevant today, people have been doing these plays all over the world in every language for 500 years consistently. So 200 years ago in Japan, they were doing Shakespeare. During the French Revolution, they were doing Shakespeare. In South America today, they're doing Shakespeare. And the reason is, is because we can all relate to all those characters. So if I am honest why I chose Midsummer Night's Dream, um, I love the two plots of the mechanicals putting on the play and the fairies. But the actual play is four hours long and we didn't mention this but the fall play last year shipwrecked um i had to cut to competition time and that was a lot of work it's hard to take a 90 minute play and cut it in a way that still makes sense and still keeps the integrity of the story and i was just a little overwhelmed at the daunting task of making a shakespeare play into competition length but one of my students found this version of Midsummer that has the two plots that I care about the most, the fairies, which are really fun, and the mechanicals. And um, it just works, it was great. And I have a lot of kids in my program who remind me of some of the characters in the play. (laughs) Some might be in this room and I thought it would be a good match and it's a lot of fun and also I'm really inspired to do Shakespeare because in the state of Florida most public schools have banned Shakespeare so we here at Tampa Catholic are still embracing Shakespeare as part of our education and as part of our season we think it's important to be done and um, we're excited so I have done uh, Midsummer Night's Dream parts of it before um, but this is uh, the first time we're taking it to competition, so I'm really excited. 
Thank you. No, yes, I know a lot of us, when you first said that we were doing Shakespeare and Midsummer Night's Dream, were a little intimidated, and especially with the dual plot lines, but I think the way that, like, we're going and all of our blocking, it's really, like, turning out to be something amazing. Yeah, I personally have had so much fun in the, re the rehearsal process. Yes. Like, I think it's really cool because with a lot of the shows we do, there's certain ways you have to play a character, but mm -hmm. we were doing this, like, exercise uh, last rehearsal where we just, like, make any choice you wanted to and I found some things that I think that I really like with my character and Miss Mayhew how do you think rehearsals have been? That, yesterday's rehearsal was really fun the whole secret to learning Shakespeare and what I tell my students uh, who are getting preparing to do um, Shakespeare monologue performance you have to do it every day ten times ten different ways and as we stretch the language, as we put it in different situations, I'm hyped up on caffeine, I'm scared of the dark, and I'm in the dark, any little scenario that you could put it in, we stretch it and we can find different truths in it that we can bring into our um, ending performance. So that's really important to me to, to do it in all these different ways that we can relate to and that helps build a character. The second thing that I'm gonna have you guys do is um, what I call the inner monologue, which is where you think in the character's voice. Just like when you learn a language, you know you've mastered a language when you think in that language. Right. So, so many times when we're talking, we are thinking something else than what the words that are coming from our mouth. And acting gets really boring when your mind is completely committed to just the words that are on the page. You are always thinking something else. It could be something that goes along with the words. It could be something that is the opposite of the words. Like, oh, it's so nice to meet you through clenched teeth when you know, like, oh, get me out of here. But it could also be like, come on, let's go. And you could be thinking, would you hurry up? It could be something that goes along. So that's going to be our next exercise is finding that inner monologue. And what's really fun is for some reason, I've been doing this for so long, sometimes I almost magically can see what people are thinking because they are saying something but their face and their body is telling another story and um i don't know i just think because i've had to do this for so long and taught this that like uh, it's hard for people to like be disgenuine to me because i can catch them right away <laughs> um so with that i want to know we want to know how do you think we've changed as a troupe overall with rehearsals compared to last year to now? Well, I will say we are a unit. We are bonded. We've worked really hard to create a safe space. We've worked really hard to work as a team. Um, my three rules, leave your drama at the door, the first one. Um, I don't care if you're mad at each other, you have to leave it at the door and come in and really work as a family, as a unit, because the whole beauty of our art form is collaboration. We are better than adding up our own individual strengths. What we make as a group is magic. It's really beautiful. You know, an artist collaborates with um, just a painting and oils and is all alone, and a pianist, piano soloist is all alone, but we actually work with the medium of other people and how well we get along, how well we listen and respond. Your creativity matches mine and I can match yours and we just we edge each other on to better things and I think you guys are really doing that I think you really trust each other and you're working harder together and that's really helped me and I think we're really our unit um, I think we're really motivated to kind of change the culture of our school to be yeah. more arts oriented 
and I think that's happening. Um, I think more people are interested in the plays, and they're not just thinking, "Oh, that's for nerds." They they actually they actually want to come and see the plays and be entertained. And um, so that would be my thing. I think you guys have really grown from strangers to being like family. Yes, I'd have to agree, hundred percent. Yes, Miss Jane, I was just thinking about this. What was your worst theater gone wrong story? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I have two. I have let's, never let's ever started a play and not finished it it has always happened even if a crew member has to play a part so I, I i don't have a show that didn't happen but my very first show in high school was a version of 12 Very degree men obviously i'm a woman so there was we changed it to the jury and it was student directed by a senior and i had the part of juror number four and I called for lines in the middle of the show with an audience. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Like three long lines. I know. I just I never had done a play before, and I wasn't prepared, and I wasn't rehearsed enough. And I said to people <laughs> at the table, I said, line, line, while we had an audience. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's probably why now you're so big on us. Remember your lines. Remember your lines. <laughs> yes. Just keep going. Keep going. I don't believe in memorizing your lines. I believe I'm working on your acting, which you'll automatically, if you work hard enough on your acting, like doing your your uh, speeches 10 times 10 different ways, you will know your lines. Because how can you work on your acting when you're reaching for lines? When you reach for the line, you always break character. So um, you guys have the daunting task of memorizing a lot of Shakespeare, but I promise you if you work hard at rehearsal and look at it from time to time, you'll, you'll know it in time for sure, and you won't be stressed out about it. Yes. Do you want if I actually tell my theater gone wrong? Go yes, ahead, please. And I know you've been. Okay, so um, I believe I, I'm a veteran actor, singer, dancer, triple threat. And yes, in cool. 2019, I did a production of Frozen Junior. I love that show. I love that show. I will keep on doing that show until I guess I die. I, I love Frozen. <laughs> and uh, I played Kristoff. And the boy who was my alternate that performance was wasn't feeling the best, and so in my off cast because yeah, there's two, um, I'd fill in for him in Love's an Open Door, um, which they added dancers in the background, they were like slow dancing or whatever, and so he wasn't there, so I had to fill in for him. So I would normally not be in that number as Kristoff, but I was there that day, and so this was in a theater that wasn't didn't have the best. It was like one of those like transportable stages that you could okay. move around, and the wings you could like collapse down and move somewhere else. So if you were to like jump, the whole shade, the whole stage would like shake, and it, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad, but I still think it was a great performance either way. But so we were doing Frozen, and Love's in Open Door was happening. They were dancing, and there's a rule in theater. Not to touch other people's props, first of all. Amen. And <laughs> not to wait in the wings when it's not your number. Because that just creates more traffic. And say so you have to get on for the next scene. People are bump into each other. Multiple people right. that want to see the song that's going on. Yeah. And you will probably miss your cue because there's exactly. people in the way. And so there's this one kid. And the curtains had previously fallen down in rehearsals. And I didn't see it. So it's like, it's probably just like... The, the current part fell off, but they put it back. It was like, I thought it was an easy fix. I was wrong. So, <laughs> Love's an Open Door is happening, and this kid is in the wings, and there was, we were using a pack of water bottles to hold the wings down, and this kid decided that 
He wanted a water bottle. So, <laughs> Sounds like oh, you. So I, <laughs> I am very thirsty all the time. And so he takes the case of water bottles, takes one out. I am underneath the stage right curtain. And all of a sudden, black darkness. I'm like, what happened? And I realize the w- the curtains fell on me. Like I was like, true. Well, while you're literally, singing a solo. Wh- oh, love, I was in the I was in the background dancing. Okay. And I was like, wh- I was like, hello, hello. And I finally realized that like the pole holding up the curtains had fallen on multiple multiple kids, and this one kid was struggling putting it back. So me and the girl that played the offcast Elsa, who was in that number. Help me put it back into the thing, and we carried on with the rest of the number. The audience, when I tell you it sounded like that one, um, what's it like, action movie, like that scream that's like, ah! Like, there was that sound effect being played. There was, <laughs> like, a ripple of shock through the audience. Like, it was crazy. And I was like, okay, we fix it, we fix it, we fix it. And then I didn't know that it was the part where we all went to circle, and we were like, hold it, can we put your hand in? But we were like, other hand. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we were like, right. walking down with our partner in a circle around the stage. And my partner was like, come, come, come. So if you look at the video, which I don't have, I don't know who does. The last time I heard one person has a video, and you could hear through someone's oh, mic, Finn, 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 <laughs> from the opposite side of the stage. And I'm like, oh. So I broke through the line, line circle to get to my spot. And I was in, like, fifth grade. So I didn't, you know, I would have probably made different choices during that because I'm experienced performer now <laughs> but um so i was like oh okay and so i kept continuing and i make it back around to stage right curtain and it falls once again now this time you see the kid that went for a water bottle drinking the water bottle <laughs> and it's like to the audience everyone was like uh <laughs> and then all of a sudden i hear boom and we're all like what was that the sound guy jumped on the stage that was this high up in one jump came on <laughs> Fix the curtain, and we had like a four-minute applause. Wow. It was crazy. Wow. Well, I've had some smoke alarms go off in the middle oh. of performance, but your story reminded me. I haven't thought about this in years, but when I was in high school, I was in a production of The Mystery of Edwin Drood, and I played the princess papa, the grand <laughs> dame of the opium dam, a play that probably would never be TC appropriate. But my high school was kind of like that. And we had mics, and, you know, mics that we use with you you have the little pack and um in between i sang my song and i had this huge we called it the howard stern wig it was this huge black curly hair that went down to my waist and i had this big costume with bustles and a skirt with like tons of fabric and um, after i sang my song i really had to go to the bathroom and the mic was still on and so everyone in the <laughs> audience heard me peeing so that was that fun <laughs> Oh, terrible. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any crazy stories like you and Finn, Miss Mayhew, but the one I will say is I have never fallen more than I have fallen in dur- that I fell during shipwreck. <laughs> I fell over the water, the whirlpool fabric. I fell over my queen gown. Luckily, none of these were during the actual performance, only in rehearsal, but it was like, I was falling, I think, at least every rehearsal. Well, at how, least how, one. How did the whirlpool work for you guys? What What... Like, what was it like acting out the whirlpool? Oh acting out the whirlpool was honestly one of the most stressful things I've it ever really done. Really was. I remember. Did we cut like the last row of people? I yes. think we did. It was like one of our last rehearsals. Was that at mine? Because it, it wasn't that hard. But but I think we got then added back to the whirlpool. So I think I started doing it like my first or second time mm-hmm. in the actual run of the show. And so 
that it, it was fun and I actually it's like my dream to like die on stage in a show and having me like die like drowned on stage was well, it looked yes. pretty cool no I think it was one my favorite of, it was part such a good my favorite part is when like we'd have the fabric go over the audience's head yes that's the only thing that was like I know we were sad about when we went to districts and states we couldn't do that obviously because we went from well, here's a little bit of insight. We perform our shows at our local community center, the Crest, and going from having our shows there, where the audience is basically right in front of us, right in front of the stage, to this huge stage the at USF, USF Theater. Theater, and then the Straz was like a completely different experience, and I feel like we adapted so well to the size of the stage that I was so proud of us. As a true. You just reminded me about falling and shipwrecked. Um, well, I was just reminded of it was our final dress rehearsal, and I was one of like the town's people, and my partner was Julie Bassesi, and so we'd like, we you know we'd improv, we'd be in the back, and then there was this one line I think it was like, oh, because uh, we were all reading you know his right life story, and it was so moving, and we were like, oh my gosh, like this is so great, and then one of the characters is like, look, it's Louis de Rougemont. And we're all supposed to go, <gasps> and like we're all shocked, and we all ru- we rush to meet him and shake his hand. And there was this one performance where my my partner dropped the newspaper. This was the final dress rehearsal, and so I had another performer on my left, and we're all running to go meet Louis de Rusma, and I'm running, 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 and I slip <laughs> on the dropped newspaper, and I land straight on my butt, and it was so loud, <laughs> and I couldn't get up for the whole scene, and it was really embarrassing, and it really hurt. <laughs> so that's my story. I think those were great stories that we both had. Now, Miss Mahey, my question is, how do you think, based off of what we've had at rehearsal so far, how do you think our likelihood to do well in districts and go back to states again is? Well, I will tell you, I uh, had mixed feelings about taking theater to competition. Like, it's art. How do you judge it? It's not like a sporting event where the fastest person wins the race. Like, it's so subjective. Some people love things. Some people hate things. And um, there's no one way to do it. But it felt really good to win. And I would like for that for you guys as well and one of the highlights of my year last year was I was out to dinner at a restaurant and I I don't know how you know we do we did our competition and we got all we won all these awards for um, best ensemble which was most important to me best lead character what else did we get also best supporting character yes yes I think costume design got quite a few awards and um, you know superior rating and that was very satisfying, but there was um, the top, so there was about 24 or 30 uh, other schools competing, and the top few get to compete to, at the states mm-hmm. of District against uh, oh, against other, other no, districts in so Florida. Excited. And um, I just, you know, felt was job well done, it was over. I never, you know, thought we would do shipwrecked again. Thank God I didn't throw away all the costumes. <laughs> and I was <laughs> out to band. dinner, and somehow on my phone, like 15 people like during the FaceTime were calling me at once and um, I was like wow I better get that and it was the entire cast pretty much screaming at me Miss Mayhew we made it to states 
And yeah. that was like one of the, t- maybe in my life, definitely a highlight of the year last year. But yes. that was really fun. I was completely surprised. I was completely taken off guard. And that was so fun. Yes. I know from our perspective, it was such a surreal moment because yes. we'd all been waiting, waiting. We were like, like we obviously like we watched the other performances. So we were like in our heads, we kind of had like, they were all so good. Like, we don't know. We don't know. Like this was like inkling of like hoping like we did it like we we're gonna make it to states then when it came out like people were texting um i know angie was getting texted melissa yes. and we were there like you guys made it to states congratulations so we were like we need to get miss mayhew on the phone right now and then from there it was just like oh my gosh it was pretty funny and it was very challenging as we did the first musical in tampa catholic history and some people say 25 years or ever i've heard ever and i've heard 25 years but certainly in the recent um past the first musical and we're doing that and we have to keep rehearsing shipwreck to prepare for state so we were all doing two shows at once last year so it's a blessing and a curse to go to states yes Yes. (laughs) i think our season of shows last year they were both incredible like i had a blast and it it was just all around such a great experience and i really did i really love my cast i really love our cast yeah i think we get along so well and we're all like it's just like such a good time like at rehearsal there's people that like go to rehearsals i know or like practices and they're like like dreading it but like i find like it's like it'll be sometimes like the highlight of my day to just come in and like see everybody and just rehearse and like have fun it's really a great time. And I thank you, Ms. Mayhew, because you make it such a great environment and so much fun. Well, I couldn't do it without you. I can't do this job by myself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I just want to thank you, Ms. Mayhew, for coming on this podcast. And I want to thank you guys for listening wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, this is our director, Ms. Mayhew. Do you have any last words? Please come see our shows and support the arts. Yes. Please come see our shows. Yes. All right. Have a great day. And always yes and. And always yes and. Why don't you explain that really quick? Oh, okay. Okay. So, Miss Mayhew always, well, our first, okay, I'm going to be honest. Our first rehearsal was a little rocky. So, Miss Mayhew told us, she was like, I need you guys to be professional. And whenever I give you a direction, your answer should always be yes and. And from then, we were like, okay, you know, we want to make this good. Like, Ms. Mahuda does so much for us. We want to make sure that we're on top of it for her. So every time now anybody ever says anything or gives, like, a comment, our only response is, yes, yes and. And that, that actually comes from the improv. It's the rule of improv. When someone's doing a scene, you can't say, here we are at the diner. And you can say, we're not at a diner. We're in a truck. You can never say that. You always have to support the first person's thing. And so you say, yes, Anne, we're at a diner. And yes, I'm eating pancakes. How are your pancakes? So that's a theater term that now TC Theater has adopted, and we're going to print shirts that says it. Oh, yeah. Yes, Anne. All right. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.